Blog Talk Radio. You push my buttons all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. You know I love it. <laughs> Come on, push the button. Come on. I need to get hot here. He's a tough man. To let him live is taking a chance. Since he knows our secret, he has to be killed. <laughs> Harry Sigori, six foot six of half-breed fury. But he's got a little problem. He has a hard time making friends. You tell that bitch who sent you here. How sorry I am, I can no longer be her friend. The Street Fighter. If you've got to fight, fight dirty. Now I owe it to him. I'll show you all the meanest guy in the world. You'd better give up. I'm a master and you're going to lose this game. I've waited a long time to settle the score. Don't be too impatient. I'll see you another time. Punks worse than anything. And I would love to see the mob destroyed. He has to die. We cannot let him live. Die, <laughs> school member. I owe nothing to any school. You beat a man, they call you tough. You beat an army, they call you the street fighter. Introducing the incredible Sonny Chiba. You don't know what mean is until you meet him. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to 1974. Bruce Lee had already come and gone with uh, Enter the Dragon by then. Right, Carl? This is true. That was 1973 in the U.S. anyway. And if you was on the deuce, you would hear these incredible stories. Man, did you see this film? Motherfucker be punching man in the skull. And they showed him fucking x-ray and all sorts of things. And this movie became an epic on the deuce. I think within a week of it being released. Yeah. It really became the most popular martial arts film on the deuce. Well, uh, this was probably the biggest uh, film up until that time on the deuce. Seriously, I mean, this thing hit everywhere, and it's one of the few few films that actually hit some drive-ins, but but because there usually wasn't that much cross reference there. But I saw these on HBO, early HBO. Now, granted, it was the cut version, not what we're going to watch today. But God bless it, man. 
I became a Sonny Chiba fan immediately. Immediately. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you cannot love. I mean, for us, for my generation, I was like, I knew what the Street Fighter films were. It's just that they were fucking hard to see in the late 80s. Yeah. Yeah, I got Even I got Warner Brother versions that, were fucking were hard old, to fucking uh, see. Hold on, Steve. I got DVDs of those that were the old uh, uh, plastic see-through DVDs covers. And so I think I paid like two bucks maybe for each of those. Not great quality and certainly not uh, 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 not really uh, licensed, but who the fuck cares, man? I have, I have all those in those old cases, and I still have them. Yeah. And I just picked up the brand, the well, not brand new, the Shout Factory release, which is the first time this has had a legit release since the uh, New Line Cinema remastered them for Laserdisc and VHS release as soon as uh, True Romance hit. So that should really show you how old it's long it's been. And that's in the early '90s, right? True Romance. Yeah, ninety two, ninety three, right when yeah. Tarantino was at really starting to be his godlike status. Before mm-hmm. us, Peaks got jealous of him. Yeah, I'm saying it, writing it in stone. Jealous. Yep. But yeah, Agreed. this film is just. Damn, 90 minutes of ass-kicking perfection. Okay. So, before we start, we need to do a shout-out here. And maybe one of these days we can get him on. But we both have a mutual friend. And this mutual friend and I always argue about who to win in a fight. Okay? And, and that would be either Bruce Lee versus Sonny Chiba. Now, I'll leave it to you, Stephen. Uh, to mention who we're talking about and what your decision is on it. Yeah, the great Earl Thomas. And my opinion is is that uh, Chiba would win because he would bring a gun and just shoot him. Yeah, he'd fucking cheat. <laughs> no question. And really, hey, that's look why at like, Street Fighter resonate. We'll get into it deeper. But that's why the Street Fighter resonated on the deuce. Yeah. Terry Sarugi or Saguri, depending on which film you watch. The first one, it's Saguri, and it's Sarugi, which is the proper Japanese way to say it, in uh, Return of and Last Revenge. Mm-hmm. It's just a dirty street hustler. Yeah. He's not a nice guy. He is a certainly an anti-hero, and he's a son of a bitch. But as you like to say, finish it. He's a son of a bitch. He's but... our son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, and if I could uh, pick anyone on my team to survive uh, COVID <laughs> and all the riots and shit that might happen, it's going to be Sonny Chiba. And we're and where we're at is we're right at the Toei 
uh, beginning where it shows the waves hitting the rocks and the music starting. Okay, then then you're going to have to wait for me, okay? Hold on. Okay. Oh, hold on. Okay, from New Line Cinema. Okay, there we go. Oh. I'm there. I'm, I'm at and the waves. What's funny is that since we're going past it, we'll get into it real quick here. This is the first time since the original releases that the original New Line Cinema logo has been attached to the movie. Right, that's very true. Because that's where I was, okay? Yeah. And here we go in five, four, three, two, one, go. And this Sound Factory, the one we're doing, this is the first hit release of the U.S. dub, Junjo, Sentenced to Death. Nice. It's the first time I've ever seen that damn paper translated, too. What about you? <laughs> oh, no, no. I, I've seen that translated before. Uh, I have actually seen the Japanese cut a couple times. Okay. Remember, I used to go. I used to go to Delancey, and they would run yeah. this occasionally at Delancey. And there he is, one of the baddest motherfuckers ever. There's two bad motherfuckers in this movie, and he's one Which of them. Is one they haven't shown yet, and him, Junjo. I love the hell out of him. And how badass is that? He challenged a motherfucking karate school and killed six people. Yep. Hello. And there he is. Yep. So you see him in the back, yeah, and uh, he has a priest yeah. outfit on. So keep that in mind. Supposedly, he's a priest that's going to give him last rites. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <sighs> Just letting you know. Not yeah. going to happen. God, look at him. He's a mean son of a bitch just by his... Yeah, you can just tell. Even now, he's like the meanest fucking Buddhist priest ever. And I think that's going to hold him. Seriously. 
You think that's going to hold them? Thanks to uh, Miyagi-san. Okay, go ahead. I said next to Mr. Miyagi, who's also from Okinawa. <laughs> yeah. Not even four minutes in, we already got a badass slow motion kung fu fight. Yep. Ooh, I love it. Just donkey kick to the mother freaking head. <laughs> Ow, that hurts. Yeah. And there we go. It is the Street Ooh. Fighter. <laughs> and here comes one of the baddest fucking themes ever to a kung fu film. Like that, character in these things. Generally you run across, you know, the school has been been uh, uh, dissed and that sort of thing and you go for the honor. But to have a particular movie like this where the man has no honor at all. And by the way, one of the greatest fucking title songs of all time. With Gerald Yama this is the English credit sequence, right nose. Really yep. it's S U G Sigur Siguri R I, not R Y. Right. Kingstone. Shit, I wish I had a name as cool as Kingstone, man. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Stevie Ronquillo oh. is not bad either. Oh, and speaking of Stone, what honor did Deuce give Sonny Chiba that they pretty much never did give any other movie star they loved? Oh, look. I don't I know what. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, you told me this. 
What they now, did uh, is they named. Everybody knows that another name for weed is a bag of Chiba. Chiba Chiba. Named after Sonny Chiba. And why is it called Chiba? Because it will fuck you up. Yeah. Oh, I got that Chiba here, y'all. I got that Chiba Chiba. That shit fuck you up. Released by New Line Cinema. And this was the first non-Midnight, non-John Waters movie that New Line Cinema released. They tried, totally tried to sell this to the big studios, but they said it was too violent. Terry was too mean. And the head of uh, uh, Shay seen this and went, holy shit, I want this. It's too violent. It's too fucking mean. This will be an easy sell. Even drinks is tomato juice mean. Well, you know what? Think of it this way. It's red. He might be drinking blood. <laughs> yeah. And there's Rat Nose, a.k.a. as his Japanese name is, Twink. And Carl, yep. you were, you had friends in the gay community. What was a twink? Uh, a twink was not a good name for basically uh, an overzealous gay, perhaps, and also it also had to do with cross-dressing too. Oh, Jesus! Well, nowadays it means a gay person that would do anything to help you out. You know. Yeah. Get your ass out the car. So this has all been a setup. Okay? Yeah. So just want everyone to know that. This was all planned. And this movie takes place in Tokyo. Nice. <laughs> Chicken looks good, man. 
Yeah. We've been eating a There's lot of chicken lately. There's a part of the movie slipped in there. Come on. He was also pro-Japanese. That's another oh, yeah. line they cut out in uh, the American dub. Okay. Yeah, not surprising, actually. That's not one thing surprising. about Sonny Chiba, which made a lot of his films hard to bring over here, is that he really had a pro-Japanese sentiment, and Lee was pro-Chinese. Right. And this here is the, the, right at the scene which made every one of the hustlers on the news fall in love with him. Yep. Nice. Where's my money? Where's my money? Yeah, where's my money? Oh, shit. <laughs> you gonna come? You gonna step to him, motherfucker?
This is my favorite kung fu move. Duck and let the dumb son bitch fell out the window. Ow. This movie was heavily cut for the R version. This version we're watching is 91 minutes. The version that Carl saw on HBO is 73 minutes. How many? I thought it was like 73 or 74. Well, yeah, around seven. Yeah, we're in the lower 70, but still. How big of a difference was it when you got a hold of the uncut version? <laughs> well, let me put it this way. I saw the uncut version here in New York at the old Delancey. And I, I, my mouth hit the floor because I knew the movie. But then I see sequences I'd never seen before. It's like, holy fucking shit. And in case you're wondering, Carl, New Line Cinema, like a lot of last house on and other ones, they got the R rating for the R-rated cut. Mm-hmm. But that damn thing never did see theaters. What <laughs> yeah. they did do is they would take their official R rating and still ship out the unrated cut. No, absolutely. <laughs> and plus, also, if you're talking about something like the Delancey or, or, or any of the theaters that were specifically, you know, Hindi or or Japanese or Chinese, you know, they would get the original cuts, and it wouldn't even go through the MPAA because because uh, most of them were without subtitles. So I don't know how many films I, I saw at Delancey where there was no subtitles. In fact, I'm watching this, uh, this right now without subtitles. I don't need them. Well, Not without, on this one. Uh, well, on uh, Last House on the Left, uh, do you remember that cutting house that Wes Craven's working in, working for? Yeah. He stuck his head in the editing room. He's like, hey. You got an R-rated card? Yeah, right here. Okay, can I slap it on my film? Sure. Boom. Yeah. Last House on the Hat Left has never been officially rated by the MPAA. (laughs) Nope. Which really started the war between Wes Craven and them. It's just that Mm -hmm. when it's released on video... Warner Brothers, the first one to release this, demanded the R-rated cut so they could get it into more video stores. Right. You are the meanest guy I've ever met. Mm-hmm. So one of the interesting things that I like about this more than anything else is you take a look at uh, Bruce Lee and he had principles and all that. And here here you almost get into a rape. Uh, in fact, you will. Uh, and yet, Chiba has no, you know, no principles whatsoever. Well, 
principles, but he has street principles. Okay. You know, keep your word, pay me my motherfucking money, don't be a total son of a bitch. Right. A lot of people be like, those ain't morals, but fuck you, yes they are. But as usual, you know, the guy with the suits are are a lot worse. Yeah. And he's extremely Japanese and loyal to Japanese. Right. You know. That's the one thing him and uh, uh, Lee had in common is that they're na- they're extremely nationalist. Yeah. Now I always found I always thought it was a shame that Lee passed away so quickly because at one point or another, you know, if Lee would have lived that they would have to pair up sometime. There's just no way they wouldn't. It was on the book. Yeah. No, that doesn't surprise me, actually. After a game of death will be finished, uh, (coughs) Lee was going to direct a Chiba film. Was he going to be in it, too? what What was hopefully. Jackie Chan's big breakout film, same with Sammo Hung. Okay. But you know, you know, Chiba, not that he didn't do some Hong Kong films, because he did, but he was more uh, set with the Japanese directors, and you know, as you talk about, you know, nationalism. You know, and here we have a scene that even has food porn in it and tea porn. So there you go. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. We don't trust you that far. I don't trust you either. Yep. No trust, no business. Yakuza. No. 
See, he just said it right there. Yeah. What he said is uh, there is an evil code of conduct. Yep. Even a son of a bitch has a code of conduct. Oh, yeah. And again, that, that goes back to what we said at the beginning. You know, he's a son of a bitch. But he's our son of a bitch. And that's something you you said years and years ago to me, and, and, and it really resonates with with the Chiba films. I love the way they have this set up. <laughs> I love it. it there, there is definitely humor here with Rat Boy. Yeah. And the interesting thing is, and it's funny that the word they're using here is partner. Right. Yeah. Which in the original Japanese is supposed to be honey. Yep. Okay. Oh, and that's another thing about Cuba. This is real street fighting. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look pretty. Well, whoop y'all, get your ass whooped, and it will get the motherfucking job done. Right, Carl? Right. Yeah, it, it was. And that's why the movie was called The Street Fighter. Yeah. And that's really what the weirdness is about the other two films is that they have that. Pretty fighting, as they call it. Mm-hmm. Ouch. I love that. He just Please. knocked his teeth out. No yep. fancy. Oh, no, not like that. that. Just. So basically, Chiba has pissed off the mafia or whatever you want to call it, and they're out after him. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that you should not do is piss Sonny Chiba off. Just letting you know, not a good idea. Not a good idea. Okay, you're dead too. Suicide or execution? <laughs> One of the two. 
Uh, the quote, which way is up? You want to shoot me? You want to shoot me in my ass? Cause that's the last thing you're gonna see of me, motherfucker. <laughs> yep. Yep, it's a wonderful thing. Okay, where are you? Because I had a little bit of a problem here. Right I'm at when like twenty nine ten. The big guy's school. school. Yeah, that's yeah. where I am. I love that he did that little thing and just kicked the guy in the motherfucking mouth. I love Bruce Lee, but I know I can never be a Bruce Lee. I love Chiba, and yeah, I know I could be a Chiba in a fight. Yeah. I think he's getting what he wants. He wants a little something yeah. fun. The something yeah. And here we go. Nunchucks. Dead. on his foot. And fighting, real fighting. Yeah. You don't fight to look good, you fight to win. Okay, here we go. How unfair. (laughs) I am going to go, fuck you. (laughs) Right to the nuts. I might be a little behind you, but that's okay. No, you're ahead of me because he just stepped on the guy's foot, but still. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. 
So when he starts but fighting yeah, the old guy, let me know. Yeah, body, street body. If you got shoes on and a motherfucker barefoot, you stomp on his fucking foot. Right, exactly. So when when you get to uh, the old guy, let me know. Now you fight me, Master Masoka. Yep, there you go. So, so the first bit of it is a fake out, but when you get to the real fight, let me know. Because I, I want to be on the same page. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, don't count this guy out, by the way. Seriously. I love it. You see worry in Chiba's eyes, and the other guy, he oh, just yeah. don't give a fuck. Yeah. Okay, have they started fighting yet? No, Chiba's still circling and looking scared shitless. Exactly. Once it starts, let me know, because that's where I am. Okay, just start fighting. Okay. Oh, I love that shot of the fist. fist. Yeah, man. Absolutely. But one thing you got to admit, Chiba gets beat to friggin' pulp throughout this film. Yeah. We haven't even started at the end yet. There's, what, 20 minutes of nonstop fighting at the end. Oh, shit. Throw your ass across the room, fool. <laughs> Slide your ass over the room, bust your head open on a wood food. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but you can see the, the the look like I'm in. Pro- oh, did you hear what he just said? Instead of partner, partner, did you hear that? Yep. That was pretty much English. Darling, darling. Well, this is a scene I haven't ever seen before. No, that's true. I have not seen this either. The black and white scene where it shows his past? Mm Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Oh, Jesus, right in the fucking head. Oh, poor Terry. Takahuda, his real name. Mm-hmm. Yes, the Japanese version, his name was Takahuda Saburi. Uh-oh. Now, whenever you hear this theme... I mean, he's gonna. He's he he's on. That was a necessary scene. I don't know why the fuck they cut out. Yeah. Now he changes sides. My baby, in fact, be worse than the villains. Mm-hmm. I know the way they think and act. <laughs> yep. Nice. Mm-hmm. 
were the, the most important thing to him, not the money. No, that's the whole thing. <laughs> Doesn't exactly treat Rat Boy really nice, but nonetheless. So now we go to Hong Kong. So give us a little background on who these guys are since I'm not watching the English Uh, That's the head of the mafia and this is just another badass Right, okay Ah, there he is. Al? <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's an owl.
fights the Japanese guy to the scene where Junju finds out his sister been sold into white slavery. Right. Oh, he's giving him a doogie. <laughs> Yeah, there's five minutes fucking missing. <laughs> yep. At the least. Well, it's nice to see this complete cut. Seriously. Yes. Huh. I already got my $30 worth right now just from this print. Nice. In any other kung fu film, Junju would be the fucking hero. Right. I mean, really, after a way after watching this whole scene and seeing what happened to him, Junjo deserves to kill Chiba. <laughs> there's no way or there's no if, ands, or buts about it. Oh, yeah. This guy is so good. He was in the Street Fighter's Last Revenge and Sister Street Fighter. And, well, he was in two or two or three of the Sister Street Fighter films, wasn't he? Yeah, he was in at least two of them. Yeah, so was the guy behind there in Street, Sister Street Fighter. He plays the guy in that funky hat and the sunglasses. Yeah. Takamanga, see, Takamangas, well, you didn't see. You don't have the subs. Takamanga Saguri. Okay. Takuma Saguri, or Daddy. Right. So I do wonder, where the hell did they get Terry from Takuma? I don't know. So here we go. It's not Air France. But somebody's going to Tokyo. Oh, 
本当はまず迎えに来られます。お嬢様は急なことですが、今日の最終便で立ちたいと思います Here we go. So, one of the things I can say about the American Cut 73 cut, 73 minute cut that I saw, was there wasn't a plot. So, it was just basically fight, 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 brutal, 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 nasty, nasty, nasty. And I can get why they might want to do that. Yet, by watching this particular cut, remember, I don't even have the subs on it.、Um, it gives a lot more information, and that works. And it's still very, very well paced. Yeah. Remember, they had, that, they had that thing to cut the Kung Fu films down to a bone. That was. The formula they wanted, they wanted fight, 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 fight. Right. True, very much. And the thing is, it, it was different because at least with Enter the Dragon, there was this whole, you know, you get to the island and, 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 and so on. And the whole fantasy this, this thing, you know. A, this was a little more.、Uh, uh, You know, you've got to follow it a little more. Yeah. And this one, this thing comes out of fucking nowhere, not him following her to the airport. Right. Yeah, I had to buffer a little bit. So they're just on the,、uh, uh, following them from the airport. Well, where I am is the whole bridge stunt. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm coming right up on the bridge. Exactly.
Oh, shit. Yes. One of the most famous scenes in the motherfucking movie. Oh, okay, I might be a little behind you, so they're about ready to be dropped over the bridge. Yeah. Akuda. That is badass. Yikes. He's big. Taste the blood. Tastes good. That's the first time I've seen it where that shot wasn't blurred out, even in the uncut version. Yeah. <laughs> Are you scared? I am. It must be the 70s. It's wood paneling. I knew this movie was cut, but goddamn. Yeah, really. And there he is, Jun Jun. 
Osagaburu. So this definitely shows that Terry is 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 has his own Yeah. We're doing things and they're not exactly behind Bruce Lee and, and his style of, of Kung Fu is very spiritual. You wouldn't see him play such a um, you know, bastard I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah, bastard, coward, And really, if you take a look at it, this is a real, you know, this takes the tropes of of, uh, of uh, kung fu movies at, at the time and just puts it on its head, just tur- turns it around completely. Yeah, you wouldn't see many actors play a bastard like this on purpose. There's a difference between someone who comes across as a bastard on film because he is a bastard in real life, Jimmy Wang Yu. And someone who plays a bastard. Right. You know, we should also mention that Chiba is beloved in Japan. Yeah, the Japan Action Club. Oh, yeah. Even has had his own long-running... Television series, uh, Shadow Warriors, where he played Enzo Hattori for uh, five seasons, about 
No, I forget five to ten series. This is me not being sure. Each one is the generation. Is a, It's a different generation, but it's another, like, Hansel had Ori to Ford, fourth, fifth. And yep. Carl, what movie had the last generation of Hanzo Hattori so far? Uh, that would have to be Kill Bill. Yeah. Kill Bill. But you know what? Let's not forget our reaction with, uh, what was it, 13, not 13 Assassins. What was the other one that Mika just did? Oh, uh, Blade of the Immortal. Blade of the Immortal, where both you and I watched it. And suddenly, what did we say? Holy shit, it's Chiba. Yep. The only difference is, is that I yelled it out loud in the theater, and a few people got it and cheered with me. And then a lot of people just laughed at me. <laughs> I mean, how would you react if you was in the middle of a movie theater and all of a sudden, hey, I'll do it, and all of a sudden, holy shit, it's Chiba. It's Chiba. Well, you had prepped me to to, to, to to sort of look for him. Yeah. And, and and I saw it, of course, not in a theater. But, but yeah, I said, holy shit, it is Chiba. Now, you know the black guy's going to get it. It's how we get it to shot. Oh, yeah. And one of my running jokes came, comes from one of the legends about the film. One of the first times this is shown and the ending of this scene happens, yeah. a black patron on the news yelled out, Chiba don't like black nuts. <laughs> Oh, shit. So, is love and female companionship going to uh, soften Chiba into a nice guy? Fuck no. no. <laughs> I like the fact that he cleaned his hand off of the blood. Usually you don't see that in Kung Fu films. They do something nasty like that shit. And then in yeah. the next scene, all of a sudden, they hand clean. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> make a whole lot more sense once I realized all the gay in it, when I brought out all the gay annotations of uh, Little Man right there that was cut out of the U.S. version. Yep.
Yep. I've always called yep. Jerry Style whoop your ass food because that's what he does. He don't. Yeah, dance it, around. It, it, he just whoops your ass. Yeah, yeah. I thought, fuck you. I'm not wasting my time. I'm whooping your yeah, ass no. now. Whereas Bruce Lee says efficient kung fu is the best. Very true. Like he did an interview where he talked about, he said, what would you do if you were in a fight? What, how, can you show it? Is there any way in this room that you could kick my ass if I had a gun, if I had a knife on you? He's like, yes, I could take the chair and bash your head in. I could take the table and bash your head in. I could kick you or I could run. Yep. You could do all sorts of things. You know, and that's, a, you know, that's the way it is. You know, the one thing I really like about these particular films, uh, this series, is that Chiba, it's not about artifice. It's not about, you know, all the guys are surrounding me and we're going to have all these grunts and that sort of thing. It's like, let's get the business. You want to fucking kill me, kill me. I mean, seriously, that's what it's about. I mean, like when the, the, he had Chiba blocked up high, so what Chiba do? Kick him in the fucking leg. Yep. Yep. Uh, you know, and, and, and you do what you could do. No. So what do you think of it so far with uh, with all the extra footage? I like it better. It takes a little bit of the grunginess off of it, but it makes it a better movie movie. Oh, I agree. I agree. Absolutely. But it has the U.S. dub on here, so it has probably the grungy cut. So you can have both. Yep. In case you're wondering, folks, yes, after 490 episodes, I've had to use that method to have discussions on his improper techniques to Carl's a couple of times. Uh-huh, this is true. And a couple of times he paid a girl to do it. But that's just his business. Right, Carl? Yeah. Right. So he, I've got him right now. He's surrounded 
and putting up his hands and all those people were there and all the bad guys. Yeah, I'm right where he's tied to a tree getting his ass whipped. Okay, I'm not there yet, so you may want to hold. Tell me when you get to right where uh, Twink starts whooping that ass. Okay, I'm almost there. Okay, I, there, there's a long shot of it. Yeah, I'm there now. Okay. You know, I want that girl in the red red jacket to get, like, fucked over. Seriously. She's a bitch. I don't remember anything happening to her in the movie. Well, we'll see. Did you notice that he calls him darling? Yep. I don't remember this part either, do you? No. There he is, darling. Oh, 
You know what, though? I got to say something, and many bad guys make this mistake in film. You've got the good guy tied up, and you got a gun to his head. Fucking shoot him. Yeah, that was my favorite gag in the second Austin Powers. Yeah. I got a fucking gun. It's loaded. Let me go get it. Pow! One to the fucking head. It's over. <laughs> yeah. Nice. You know, interesting this this relationship in this type of film. I didn't, you know, so of course it, it comes to a question, what is this relationship? Is it a sexual relationship? What do you say? Well, like I said, in the original, his name is Twink. He calls him Darling. And in the subs, he says, ever since you saved me, I became your slave. Yep. And that would explain why he didn't take the uh, advance to the girl. Right. So that's interesting. I never caught that before. To be very honest, I've never caught that before. Well, because a lot of it was cut out. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. We were open in the 70s, but we weren't that goddamn open. Remember, this year is not very far from group marriage with the horrible, flaming, queer neighbors. Oh, darling, look at them disgusting straight people. I know. Uh-oh. Him versus the blind guy. Have you noticed that like Bruce Lee films, every fight is smart. There's no fight where you can't tell what they're thinking about their moves. Yeah. Okay. They're missing something, and this scene explains what. Ouch! 
yet. What's missing? What he says is, darling, don't give up on me. Darling. I may be as cowardly as a mouse. I keep making mistakes. Yep. Forgive me. One guy's dead. This is the only time you see Chiba do what in this movie? Cry. Yep. Then the shit's going to hit the fan music. Absolutely. Uh, He has to pick his nose one more time. Oh, yeah, there's the tear. There's the boat. And I love the fact that they, Kiba actually went there. Yeah. Just like that cut scene from uh, Fist of Fury right before he goes fight the bad guys at the end of it, it shows Bruce Lee with a prostitute enjoying sex for what is stated in the movie for the second time in his life before he goes off to possibly get killed. Yep. And Junju, he actually cares for his sister. Both of those guys are, what's that word? Human beings. Yep. Absolutely. They are human beings.
I got buffering problems, just so you know. I'll kill him, though. Oh, yeah. You're coming up on the last 10, 15 minutes of this film, and it is unbelievable. This what you see here is some of the most incredible stuff. And this is why uh, Chiba created the Japan Action Club, so he could have a group of stuntmen that he knows that could do this shit and he could depend on. Exactly. Exactly. Just like uh, Ashby had his crew. Yeah. I love that fact that, look, you just show two bad guys, uh, Junju and the other one, and they're like, yeah, we know he's here. He's coming to kill our ass. Oh, yeah. They know. And I've seen many films since the Street Fighter try to rip off the whole just bad motherfucker vibe of uh, Kiba's character in this, but they miss out that he is a bad, he is a son of a bitch, but he's a human son of a bitch. Yeah. So here I am. He's on the boat, ready. He's on the the skip, ready to hit the boat. So he's on yeah. his way. And, of course, they're trying to make the woman sign what they want her to sign. And that's yeah. not going to happen. And guess what? He's there. I'm right at the part where he's just tearing motherfuckers apart. Okay. Hold up, because he just got on the boat. It's coming up. Okay, he, he's got three of them now. And they're gone. He breaks the guy's arm over his shoulder. Okay. Oh, he's going up the stairs. <laughs> yeah, just just killing motherfuckers. Just bam. No, he's not. He's not. He's only gotten three so far. Where yeah. I am. Still, he's he's in full Michael Myers ain't got shit on me mode. Yeah, very true. Okay, here we go. Here's a shitload. Like I said, tell me when he breaks the guy's arm over his shoulder. Okay. Right after that. Okay, now they got knives. 
this wet. Oh, Jesus. Where he hits the guy and he pukes. <laughs> yep, that's where I am. Yeah. Oh, darn it. You're going to have to probably get through it without me, so go ahead. We've got, I've got major buffering problems. Just whooping ass. I mean, he just Oh, he always whoops ass ass and all that. He's like the bubonic plague, COVID-19, all wrapped into one badass motherfucking package. Yep. Really, how many people have tried to copy this level of badassery since this move, since the Street Fighter came out, Carl? Oh, lots of them. But the one thing they haven't been able to do is to really make... Okay, there's the arm. But the thing yeah. is, they haven't really been able to do where he's a real son of a bitch. But you still follow him. You know, usually they're and more he moral than cares that. about the people, and he has a sense of uh, honor. Right. Remember, what starts this whole shit is they don't trust him. I don't trust you. Right. Oh, really? Fuck you. Oh, that hurt. Ouch. Yep. Just unbelievable. Unbelievable. And it's very brutal. Seems like a lot of the Kung Fu fights, they love to have the big open spaces. Even on a boat, they love the big motherfucking open spaces. Well, that that makes sense, actually. That really does make sense. You know, it's harder... It's harder to film in an exposed space. And Paul Greengrass, who did the porn movies and, and, and even Soderbergh and uh, um, Haywire, you know, they did it in very enclosed spaces. But, you know, to see the movement and get the choreography, it's better in a lot of ways to do it in an open space for, for a kung fu film. I understand that. I've always loved the Chiba's grab moments where he just like grabs the nuts, the guts, and just squeezes that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yep. yep. And those stowing knives. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Just unbelievable. I'm a little behind you, by the way. But that's okay.
<laughs> I love the look at his face. Just oh yeah, the pure joy of killing motherfuckers. <laughs> yep. Right. This, this, uh, that's a great, that's a great fucking shot where he, he's hanging over the eaves and kills the guy. Yeah. Even in a situation like that, you cannot fuck with the Chiba. No. Yeah, really, you do not fuck with the Chiba. Okay. I'm pausing it right where they get out on the rainy deck. Tell me when that happens. Okay. Hopefully there won't be any more buffering. Ah, here we go. The girl with the red dress. Yeah. Red jacket. It's about fucking time. Boom. Oh, she's dead. I love it. Just, they don't even have to show it. You know that nope. he did something horrible to her behind that couch. But I love the look on his face when he goes at when he does the guy in the white suit. Yep. And of course, more buffering. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah. Just that look in his face like, I love my mother. Oh, that's job classic. Fucking classic. Seriously. That's a wonderful. And now he fights the main mafia guy. God, unbelievable. Yeah. Can you understand why this touched such a nerve with the street guys on the deuce? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. How many of them really was Terry? Not literally, but you know what I mean. Yeah. All they had was that code of honor. Right. Of course, you got to have this final battle. 
there's just no way you can't have this final battle. Yeah, this whole movie's been setting up for it. Tell me when they get on the deck. We're almost there. Okay, just got on the deck, and it's raining. I love it stormy. Oh, yeah. Most movies wouldn't have their final battle in such chaos. Well, this this fight is classic. This is a really classic fight, and it's not nearly as as uh, uh, set up like like the Bruce Lee ones. Um, just a wonderful, wonderful. Uh, and no fight. music and either. Yeah, no music. Usually in Final Fights, you'd have that big right. Leone-type rip-off theme. This one, you just hear that motherfucking storm. The worms, yep, the rain is. blowing in their eyes, they're fucking miserable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's really something. Waiting on each other to do the first move. Right. Really I love is. this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't fucking cheat. I'm a little behind you, but that's okay. Well, it's what happens to the main mafia guys I was talking about. Well, yeah. I'll get there. Yeah. Dirty, kill your ass. Be honest, did Tiba deserve this after what he did to him earlier in the film? Yep. Yeah, he deserved it. Mm-hmm. In this movie, you're like, holy shit, they've killed him! Yeah. 
And then, oh, shit. He gets, he gets his ass whooped in this. And that is a fucking beautiful ending. Rap. For now. <laughs> what? Watch for the return of the Street Fighter coming soon to this theater. So I got a question for you. Yeah. Do you think that spaghetti westerns had anything to do with this? What? Listen to the thing. Spaghetti westerns. Oh, God, yes. That's definitely like a spaghetti music western theme. Right. But also the sense of of, of the son of a bitch. You know, yeah. the good, bad, not the all that. Well, Sanjuro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But man, this one was just damn. Oh, absolutely. And I wished I could say that the other two films maintained its level of quality, but. No, it doesn't. The second one's silly. It's watchable, but silly. The worst thing about it is the mafia guy looks like a fucking refugee from the Bee Gees. Is that the one where the guy looks like Wolfman Jack? Yeah, it looks like a gay Wolfman Jack. No insult to my exactly. gay friend, but he does look like what if uh, Wolfman Jack was a skinny, effeminate homosexual? <laughs> which he was not, by the way, which is what to make sure no. you know that. You're watching the whole movie with this guy, and you're thinking, wow, I can't wait for the real bad guy to come out. And then, this motherfucker is the real bad guy. (laughs) (laughs) Even you got to admit, that was probably your first reaction. Oh, yeah. Really, really lame bad guy in, in, in return. And Last Revenge is just fucking silly. You got a Mexican that shoots lasers out of his fucking arms. Right. And it's not even a real Mexican. It's a white guy in a fucking bad mad Mexican restaurant outfit. Yeah. Who wears his fucking sombrero wherever the fuck he goes. 
But if you want my And opinion, no one in the movie notices that he has two big fucking laser guns hidden up his <laughs> arm. <sighs> if you want more of the street so, fire so you, type Hold on, stuff, hold on. I haven't talked it yet, okay? So if you want my opinion, the real sequel to this is really Sister Street Fighter. Think about it. Yeah. Because he does make an appearance and sort of passes the hat. He's basically kicked out. I mean, he's he's just, you know, beat to shit. And so she takes up the mantle. So to me, the real sequel to this is Sister Street Fighter. And if you want to see more of this kind of Sonny Chiba, get the Karate for Life trilogy. Or definitely, the I would say the real sequel to the Street Fighter is uh, The Killing Machine. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's, that's, a good, that's a good call, actually. That's a good call. Yeah, there's uh, two Sonny Chibas. There's the ones that done The Killing Machine, the Karate for Life trilogy, uh... Uh, Shogun Warriors, uh, no, not that. Uh, God damn it, I forget. The long-running series of Tori Hands, oh, blah, blah. Forgive me, Chiba fans, for screwing that up. Uh, uh, the one uh, with him and Kijifuku Sako and the ghost, Samurai oh, something. Oh, the bodyguard? No, the one where he like, plays Jubi Yagu and the ghost and stuff. Oh, shit. What is the, that one? Samurai Reincarnation. Yeah. That one's good. And, of course, he played the son of a bitch before in the Yakuza papers. Kenji Fukusaku's mm-hmm. classic. And the ones that I would recommend you see the most is uh, the duo uh, Shogun Samurai and Swords of Vengeance, a.k.a. Fall of Aku Castle. Fall of Aku Castle is the best fucking adaption of the 47 Ronin there is. Period. True. I know you haven't seen it, Carl, but just imagine Chiba and the Japan Action Club in an adaption of the 47 Samurai. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I, I'd watch that in a heartbeat. Yeah, what would you That would be a little better than, than, than the Keanu Reeves one, I would think. Or was that Tom Keanu Curry? Reeves one ain't that bad. It's not the worst. No, I've wasn't. seen worse. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw that. Uh, and it wasn't bad. You're absolutely right, but still. Um. Yeah, it, 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 to me, I also need to uh, uh, do a nod for Chiba and, you know, stepping away from this type of film. He also did some science fiction. One of the great uh, things he did was Message from Space, which I think everyone needs to watch. Yeah. And he did some That was a Star Wars ripoff. That was an adaption of Journey to the West. Which I really like. It's a little silly, but I really like. But also, I'm a big fan of Go Go 13, and 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 I would recommend that film to anyone. 
And that's yeah. more of a spy pick. But he's done everything. He's done everything. It's like uh, Tokyo Drift, uh, Fast and Furious. Everybody in the movie, all through that movie, and you've seen it just for Chiba, right? Oh, yeah, of, of course. Everybody in that whole movie's like, yeah, I'm a badass driver. Yeah, I'm a badass, and you, fuck you, fuck you. Chiba walks on screen. Oh, shit. So what's your favorite American film that he's in? Everybody in that whole movie is humble and won't even look him in the fucking eye. (laughs) Oh, no, absolutely not. You know, so, so here's a question. What American film, other than Kill Bill, would you recommend people to watch for for Chiba? Immortal Kombat, the one with him and Roddy Piper. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. Um, for me, I th- I'll tell you the one I, I'd have, you know, I love it. I I know you're not a big fan of it. And he's only in it for three minutes. But Sushi Girl, I love for the simple fact that when I first saw it, and you have all these people, you have Danny Trail in it, you've got tons of people in this movie, right? All action stars. You got stars Mark Hamill so just on. having a fucking blast. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, so, so Chiba's in it for three minutes, and you see Chiba at the beginning. And I said to myself, yep, there's a reason he's there. And by the end of it, you know, because let me tell you something. Who do you think controls the whole fucking thing? I know, yeah, I'm giving you a spoiler, but it's Jiba, and I knew it, because it couldn't be anyone else. And of his bad films, you need to watch the first five minutes of The Bodyguard. <laughs> yes. Because uh, yes, I Tarantino rips off Jules' speech from The Bodyguard. Uh-huh. And plus, you get... Chiba, 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 <laughs> which is hilarious because it's just a bunch of guys doing like karate kata, and all they're repeating over and over again is Chiba, Chiba. <laughs> oh, you know another one too. I forgot. What? Bullet train. Oh yeah, I just ordered that from Twilight Time this week. Oh, Bullet Train is fucking awesome. Yeah, what movie ripped it off? Uh, let me guess. Would that be Runaway Train? No, Speed. The Keanu Reeves movie. Speed, oh yeah. Yeah. Bullet Train is about a bullet train with a bomb strapped to it. If they go below 80 miles an hour, it goes boom. Yep. Instead of Keanu Reeves, you got Sonny Chiba. And I tell you what, as much as I I have grown to love Keanu Reeves, sorry, Sonny Chiba wins that one. If you find any of the box sets that's got like uh, the Kill Chiba set especially, if you can find that cheap, buy it. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've got that. It's wonderful. Oh, by the way, I I have... uh, 
his worst American movie ever made. What? Iron Eagle 3. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this and the Killing of America, which played earlier tonight. And tonight's the time to announce... Who is going to be the guest for our 500th episode, which is tomorrow night at 7? And that is going to be the one and only great Felipe Mora. Howling 2, Brother Can You Spare a Dime, Howling 3, The Marsupials, and The Beast Within, and many, many more. And don't forget we'll communion. Tomorrow night, and we're giddiest kids. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I, I love this guy. I, I love his films. I truly do. And he's got so much going on. We need to, to really focus on what he's doing now because he's a busy boy, I've got to tell you. No question. And thank you for being on. And, uh, well, good night, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow night for the 500th episode. And... To go out, well, we've only got one thing to say to you. Uh, let's see. I'm getting and that is this. So, good night. Good night, sweetheart. Good night. Well, it's time to go. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go.
Episode 499. See you tomorrow, folks. Good night.